0: Everybody be nice.
1: Where's the funeral? Um, Now it's a party. There it is. Talk
0: repeats.
2: January twenty-fifth? What is it? It's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? I don't know. know. We're back. John's back from New Orleans.
1: We're back. Ready to rumble.
0: Great to be here. The music means, of course, the beginning of the program. Sam Rojofsky here, one of the hosts, of course. The missing
2: host. You've been and gone the,
0: forever. I've been eating. I've
1: yeah. been eating. He's been <laughs> and, eating Las Vegas more than we've been eating Las Vegas, Ash. I know. Well,
0: you have a decent excuse, John. Yeah. Uh, before we get to John's travels, just introducing here the... Um, the voice of wisdom here, the the, um, the the primary voice of wisdom, Ash Watkins. <laughs> That's not right. No, no. the The true voice of this show is, I think, John.
1: I'm the ornery oracle of alimentation. How, <laughs> Can you that spell one? that?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Please use that in a sentence.
0: I would like some of that alimentation. Yes. You know. alimentation. Country of
1: origin, please. I, 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 I'm the. I, I'm the I'm the massive masticator of this of this Careful. Podcast. This is a kid show. I know. It's not <laughs> let's really. Go, let's, all go, go, <laughs> let's all go <laughs> let's all go mutually masticate.
0: The man goes <laughs> to New Orleans and for come, a long weekend and comes back feeling spicy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Tell us about the trip. Oh, we're going to go right to that?
0: Okay. I I do, I do because this is you've been conspicuously absent from the Las Vegas food scene. But your photos that you have on your social media accounts are absolutely fabulous. Instagram, by the way, EatingLV.
1: No. No. EatingLV.com is my website, but doesn't have anything up on it except my London travels from last month. Uh, At John Curtis on Instagram is the easiest place to follow me where I post all my food pics, at John Curtis, at uh, EatingLasVegas on Twitter, and fuck Facebook. I don't go there anymore. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I'm, I was I'm like, gone.
2: "I was like, you have a username called Fuckface." I was <laughs> like,
0: where? It took no, a while. No, I, my no, coffee it's, hasn't sunk today. All that mastication.
1: It's not too much. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yeah, I'm back from New Orleans, so that's where I was for the. I uh, went there for a five day trip uh, over the last weekend and had quite a time. Love the Big Easy. It's one of my favorite eating cities in America and. Ate and drank my way through it. It is the drunkest city in America, Sam. I mean, you would f- fit right in. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, I mean, it's people. I drink more in New Orleans. I mean, I'm, I'm getting up there, so my my alcohol intake is not what it was uh, ten, twenty years ago. But man, I, I I even lowered myself to drink a hurricane at Pat O'Brien's at midnight, <laughs> midweek midnight. Who are you? I know one of the, and it was boy, it knocked me on my ass. And, you know, and this is, of course, after, you know, like three bottles of wine and another cocktail and then grasshoppers and Ramos gin fizzes. And then, hey, it's midnight. Let's all have a hurricane at Pat O'Brien's. And we did. And it was fun. And, uh, you know, then we ended up at Crystal's. You know what a Crystal is? Do you even know what a Crystal is? You guys are such heathens here, you know. Well, I, 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 I,
0: I know what Crystals are.
1: Well, crystals uh, Crystals, Burgers. No.
2: No. Oh, with a K. With a K, yeah, yeah. It's like the White Castle of the South. It's
1: the White Castle of the South. There we go. That's exactly what it is. So nothing better than when you're massively drunk at like 1 a.m. to stagger into a Crystals and uh, order a sack full of little mini hors d'oeuvre cheeseburgers, little sliders. What's on them? Well, you know, there's there's a meat patty in name only (laughs) on one about the size of a 50-cent piece. And then uh, American cheese, melted onions, and, you know, they're little square things. And you eat like four or five of them, and they, it really helps to absorb the booze and, and avoid a hangover the next day.
0: In today's episode of compounding poor life choices. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
1: so crystals... The was, hurricane to the... Uh, to the crystals. Yeah, to I, the crystals. I can't believe we let off with that. I mean, I, I did eat in half a dozen fabulous restaurants in New Orleans, but, yeah, that was that was one of a, a new low for me in, in New Orleans.
0: There are some restaurants in New Orleans that are are quite old they've oh. been around for for ages oh yeah uh, and they are still uh, still, look, kicking. Stay, still kicking still kicking and doing great uh, so tell us about some of those historical spots that well, you made up
1: well just real quick uh antoine's of course since 1840 uh Arnaud, not since 1918 Galatoire's been there i think since the 1905 and they're all just uh, they're, they're they're fantastic i mean antoine's I, I'm going on and on about this in the past about it's where I had one of my first food epiphanies when I was a preteen and uh and and still holds a soft spot in my heart but I have to say it was like the worst meal we had of the uh, the entire trip it was kind of felt tired the service was iffy and uh and I love Antoine's I mean you really feel when, when you're sitting in the front dining room uh you could have you could be in the 1890s or the 1920s. It's just the same way. Diamond Jim Brady could have been eating there, and it's a restaurant that has held sway for, uh, I mean, uh, uh, famous people. You know, Sarah Bernhardt ate there. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, William McKinley, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, they're all. So the food's pretty terrible.
0: I mean, all it's not those terrible. Well, it's just. It's I mean, just all tired. those people ate there, and they're dead now.
1: Yeah. Oh, anyway, it's all all these old New Orleans restaurants stick to a catechism of of uh redfish, crab meat, oysters, shrimp, and some just do it better than others and I I hate to say it but Galatoire's and Arnaud's do it on a much higher level than Antoine's is doing it these days. And that kind of pained me but it's true. And our service was kind of iffy and I don't know, there were guys in that walking into this classical stately a grand dame of restaurants and there's guys in t-shirts and everything around me and it's just it just felt odd. So not good. If you want to go to New Orleans, give me a give me a, a shout out sometime. Galatoire's, Arnaud's are fantastic. Koshan, which is a modern place uh, from Donald Link is a meat-based restaurant in the Warehouse District just just uh, completely blew our minds with how good it was. I mean, just all kinds of uh uh you know, pork belly, uh, short rib, the best short rib, smoked short rib I think I've had in my life, house-made sausages, great oysters. I mean, Koshan is really is really the shit. Okay, so that's, I would say, I would send people there first off. And then finally, a restaurant in a hotel at the Four Seasons, you know, upscale hotel, had this place called Miss River. And uh, the guy there is is a, a Jewish, or I think he's a Jewish fellow or maybe Lebanese. I got to look up his name. He's coming to Vegas, apparently. He does this classic up, updated sort of Creole menu with a whole fried chicken that they break down at the table for you, which, uh, again, was just was life-changing. So there are new and old restaurants in New Orleans for everybody and uh, lots of booze.
2: Would you say that, Place in the Four Seasons was kind of a surprise and you're yeah. maybe like the biggest shock you had.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean, New Orleans has always had good restaurants in its hotels, but this was uh, this hotel uh, just got came online. The Four Seasons there about a year and a half ago, it was sort of put on delay by the covid virus. And so it, was, it, it just came, I think, in early 2021, it opened up. This place called Miss River is their sort of classic Creole restaurant inside it. Décor is a little corporate, but the food was just eye-popping. And the barbecue shrimp, the house made sausage. They did great oysters. Uh, like I said, the whole chicken. Uh, we, were, we were all just, uh, we were in the incredible wine service. It was like an, uh, a place I would send anybody and everybody back to if they get to the Big Easy. Look like, at I me, mean, my voice. I'm losing my voice. It must have been all the booze I was drinking last weekend. How hmm. late yeah. were you up every night? How Did, oh, did you stay up really late? Huh? 2 a.m., midnight, <gasps> oh, 1 no. a.m. I mean, two, three, four hours past my usual bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what you do. You're in New Orleans, you know?
2: Well, I guess you just never adjust for the time change, right? Yeah. So you're, like, technically yeah. just... Exactly. Oh,
1: no. 1 a.m. Is, like, t- is, like, 11 o'clock here. So, and, you know, you, laze le bon temps. Roulette, let the good times roll, you know. I think that was French. Yes, uh, that was yeah. butchered French. Sammy, New Orleans is a town made for you. You okay. think so. it's not? Yeah. No, no, it's no. not. Why? No. It's too dirty for Sam.
2: Oh
1: yeah. Well, Bourbon Street is a toilet. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Let's just let's talk about that. Let's talk about something fun. What's worse, <laughs> Bourbon Street or Fremont Street?
0: Well, I've only been to Fremont. In fact, I was on Fremont at the Fremont street experience yesterday, Uh, I went to lunch over at one of my favorite little spots, uh, Latai and then I, you know, had to kind of stretch my legs. So I did a lap to the Plaza hotel and back. And I always feel really good about myself after I complete that loop because (laughs) you survived. No, because I, you know, the people there, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's it's a rough, it's, it's, it's a
1: rough scene rough that's not even describing it right i mean it's just it's just the dregs of society are there it's just it's sad i mean and new orleans is worse oh my god but i do think as it's i was not. telling somebody at, at coffee this morning new orleans is a little more entertaining okay it's not as regulated cuz it doesn't have the big hotels there trying to keep people in their spaces and city our city government here which i i work at you know tries mightily to keep the crowds under control on fremont street but uh, New Orleans, it's sort of a free-for-all. And you see, you know, half-naked people and, and you know, it, it, there's always... and. Fremont but some St- of those people you want to see clothed. Yeah, yeah. And, but New Orleans, Bourbon Street generally smells like vomit, piss, and stale beer, okay? Fremont Street, for all of its flaws, doesn't stink, okay? The yeah. people are, are unsightly. But, you know, I never feel like it smells there. But New Orleans, ooh, even in wintertime, <laughs> it's not for the timid so, I don't know. I would, uh, I would call it a push, though. I mean, because, yeah, Fremont Street versus Bourbon Street. Uh, and, and, what's and Ashley, I mean, what's the deal with women showing their breasts for beads? Why I'm, are you asking, Ashley? Well, because. I mean,
2: <laughs> Sam's breasts are a little larger than mine, so you should ask him. <laughs> that uh, I don't really.
1: understand the bead thing in New Orleans. What, what is the, the big thing? It's Mardi Gras.
2: Uh, That's, isn't that a Mardi Gras tradition? Yeah, but you strip and and, that's going on now.
1: But they also are, they're trying to get people to buy beads and give you the beads and show us your tits for beads and all that. And I I don't, I don't get the whole give me beads thing. I mean, do, do you have to be like 19 and drunk to get into that shit?
2: Well, no, it's just, it's the same concept of people coming to Las Vegas and buying the giant tower of slushy alcohol. I think it's kind of the same like gimmicky thing. People go to Bourbon Street and they think beads and they're like, I'm not here during Mardi Gras, but I still want some of that experience and Careful. so
0: we we don't know what receptacle John had his hurricane in. Yeah. Uh, it could have <laughs> could have been pla- in a fat it Tuesday. Was, it,
1: it was in a plastic cup. Okay. <laughs> was it uh Elongated around it. your neck? <laughs> no, no. We we were seated at Pat O'Brien's like civilized people, <laughs> even though we were three sheets to the wind at the time. So it was uh <laughs> I don't get the beads thing. I don't get the Bourbon Street thing. One of our good friends uh, were with us from South Carolina, and they are well-traveled folks and uh, very sophisticated. But they, they, they can toggle back and forth between high and low cuisine and and culture. But after uh, two trips down along Frem- uh, Bourbon Street, they were done with. They didn't want to go anywhere near it, and I, I didn't blame them really. The problem with Bourbon Street, unlike Fremont Street, it it is a toilet, as I said, but there are very, very good restaurants and some really good, interesting bars that are either on Fremont or Fremont Street adjacent. And that, yeah. so you have, to, you have to traverse. Imagine, you know, Fremont Street if uh, if a place like Breza or Marche Bacchus was like on, on the street or one block away, you know, something like that. And you get the idea of what a Bourbon Street is like. So there's some really good food and drink uh, around it, but you have to walk through a lot of unsightly stuff to get to it.
2: Yeah, it's narrow. And I just, but I, you're right. It's like the main street, and everything kind of shoots off of it. And right. that's how you get to a lot of the places. Now, do you think they had the same issues or maybe even worse than we experienced in Vegas with historic established restaurants that closed as a result of COVID or service issues? You mentioned at Antoine's. Do you think they're having similar issues with finding competent wait staff, et cetera?
1: I, I think most of the uh, of the classic old places in New Orleans have come back, but service has suffered. You can just tell. I mean, we went to a place called August or August. I'm not sure how they pronounce it there. But it, it was probably, you know, 10 years ago, it was considered the best restaurant in New Orleans, probably even five years ago. We went there, expensive meal, good food. I can't complain about the food, but the service was really, really uh, amateurish. And, and, oh. For that, and it was kind of sad. I mean, we had like one waiter; he looked like he was, you know, 14 years old, and a, his assistant was looked like a teenager. One older person in the room trying to keep about 60 or 70 diners happy at one time, uh, and there were delays, and it just it just felt like it was not the kind of on its game fine dining service that you would expect when you're paying, you know, like a thousand dollars for four people for dinner.
2: Oh, um, that's tough. Okay, yeah. now. Last thing, I keep seeing some video of you blowing out a candle with cotton candy and then smashing your face in it. And yeah, that's what, what is this?
1: That's the, uh, the ginormous uh, cloud of cotton candy they bring to you at Brennan's in New Orleans when it's your birthday. So somebody told them it was my birthday. I try to keep this kind of under wraps. I'm at the age where I do not really want attention paid to my birthday anymore. But one of my friends said, oh, it's his birthday. So they bring out this thing. And I, I, was, I think I was on my sixth glass of wine at the time. So I just face planted it and tried to see how much of cotton candy you can stuff in your gaping maw. And it's true. You can you can fit a lot of cotton candy in your, it really reduces down, you know, really it's a,
0: it's back com- down to granular well, sugar yeah right. I, mean,
2: I was going to ask disgusting. is slamming your face into it
1: what everyone does or just you <laughs> no i just i was in the mood okay and then i tried to see how much i could put in my mouth and then i had bananas foster after that so oh my gosh yeah yeah well at least your beads
0: didn't get all tangled up yeah, in it yeah, i
1: did i didn't have to show my tits off for that okay so let's talk about las vegas enough about new orleans we love it there uh, you Check me out on Instagram or Twitter and you can see all my, where I ate folks if you want to see Will you write a blog on this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I've got to finish writing about London first, then New Orleans, and then I'll get back to talking about Las Vegas restaurants, of which I have not been in many in the last, uh, this month. Well, well yeah, you've been eating just I've not, not and talking, not and here.
2: Sam's been eating and repeating and not talking. So, yeah, was... Sam, you've been eating around Vegas. Well, right? I
0: have, and I've I've eaten at a handful, all in a very short succession, short order, some of the top Italian places. So, I wanted to maybe share a little bit about that. Uh, maybe we take a quick break and return with. Um, and
1: by the way, are you still are you eating Italian again? John, Uh, I'm trying to stay away, but so, but I want to hear what you have to say about our two of our best Italian restaurants.
0: All right, throw in three because there's another one. Of course, I went to that we've been to many times together. I'd mention them all together because they sort of kind of fit into the same.
1: I'm trying to avoid them, and you go to nothing but. I mean, what's up with this?
0: I well, he waited
2: until he knew he could go and not run into you. I'm just guessing. I, yeah. <laughs> All right. Purely coincidental, I think.
0: All right. You're listening to E-Talk Repeat. Quick break here. We will be back in just a moment.
2: Hi, it's Ash from Sam and Ash Injury Law. You need a lawyer you can trust. So give us a call at 702-820-1234 or go to salmonashlaw.com. No pressure, just answers, because you deserve what's right. <laughs> That sounds like song you would hear
1: in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you hear a lot of jazz. Jazz is on every. Jazz bands are great. Oh, I forgot to say one more thing about New Orleans. We had flaming absinthe at the Old Absinthe House. Ooh. Now, there's something you need to do, Sam, when you're when you're drunk as a skunk, and your your body and brain are telling you it's time to go home, but you got to just take it to eleven, and that's when you have absinthe. Okay.
0: <laughs> do you light it on fire? Before you drink it or after you've had it? (laughs) While
1: it's on my face. No, no, the the, the bartender lights a a sugar cube on fire and then Uh, it melts into the absinthe. And as you know, absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. So, uh,
2: (laughs) Is is that how that works?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's talk about Sam's Italian Adventures. In about a week, uh, week's time,
0: I was at uh, Old Classic Cipriani at uh, The Win, which uh, I love, Brezza, and then Vetri. At the Palms. Vetri at the Palms. Now, where do I begin? Let's start with the oldie but a goodie. Cipriani, you know what? The consistency of Cipriani is um, mind mind-boggling. mind-boggling. It's a restaurant that just never – ever underperforms. I
1: food, had or food or service. I mean the
2: service,
0: well, the service is spectacular. I think it's, the service is, uh, it's Chip like Riani. the in and
2: out of nice Italian restaurant chain.
0: <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it, it
1: is. I mean I, I know we're all known there, but you know before we were known there, I was not known there and I went half a dozen times and it blew my socks off with how good the service was. So Cipriani, I had I'll tell you something. I there's a noteworthy
0: little a menu item there that was a special, but it's something that if you do go to Cipriani, always ask what their crudo is because they had the scallop crudo. And, and what is tremendous about Cipriani is the simplicity of the food. That's why you don't get yeah. bored with it. Yeah. And, and what they had is they had a scallop crudo and they did very thin slices of the scallops and they were, I would say, you know slightly larger maybe than silver dollar sized slices. Very thin, very delicate, very, um, very delicate. And then just a simple olive oil finish with lemon. It was... It's all you need. It's all you need. They didn't try to overdo it. They didn't put any decorations on it. They didn't overcomplicate it. A
1: sushi chef would consider that overdoing it. Yes, but for most of us, it's just perfect. And then
0: their pasta is is always good, but they had a, a, a beef cheek... Ragu, uh, with facility pasta, but they have, they'll, they, they don't always have the beef cheek, uh, pastas, but when they do, these are, this is, um, kind of a beef stew like composition with, with some veggies in it, some carrots, the, the, the spices are, um, I, I think really, really, um, very nicely balanced. It is, we couldn't stop eating it. We got some some tortellinis too that were were fine. They were great, as, as a matter of fact. But the the what stole the show was that beef cheek ragu. So, uh, you know, if if you go to Cipriani, I, I always ask for what their special. Is they have different pastas every time you go.
1: What about the pizzas? You haven't know, you, you well, I mean, had... me,
0: you. This is an old thing. I, I of course <laughs> yeah. I had a pizza. I went there. I had a pizza. <laughs> the pizza I was is there with, hors d'oeuvre. with our friend Don and the two of us. You know, polished did, off one whole pizza.
1: Did you miss us, Sam?
0: We missed you because you know I was it was decadent eating three slices instead of one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he really enjoyed that part of the meal. Oh my god! Just no, the, it, the it less was a, wine was a disappointment. Probably. It was
0: a bacchanal, so okay. we we had a we had a great meal. Now, I uh, I ha- I'm embarrassed that it has taken me this long to sit down for an actual full meal at Brezza. Brezza is a restaurant uh, at Resorts World. It's in what you call murderer's row there of, of some, some truly great food. Wally's, of course. You have Brezza. Carver like, Steak. Carver Steak. Um, Ash's favorite, Viva. <laughs> not not <laughs> ash's favorite there's None a caviar less.
2: bar there's, caviar bars, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff there there's a pizza spot mulberry street
1: yeah i mean it's, it's it's hard to beat the uh the restaurants at resorts world now
0: i get there it's just a couple of observations i get there and uh the restaurant doesn't appear to be too full it's okay it's a saturday night i um but they tell me sorry sir i'm, I'm like five minutes early So, I, sorry, sir, we're we're seating closer to the reservation time. I said, well, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm pretty damn close to my reservation time. Okay. So I go to the bar, and I get the drink. And they did that thing to me where they come up behind me with the menus in hand. Your table is ready. I'm not even a quarter way through my hurricane. Uh, Kidding. It was a martini. (laughs) Um, And I – and I'll tell you, um, it was so so I, you know, shooed them away and they were nice about it and I, I we finished our drinks. Let at the me bar. finish my goddamn drink. And, and then the funny thing is is I went to close out he this bellowed. is a this is a small aside and I'll you know, not that's not a preview of my gripes, but funny thing is <laughs> um I don't are gonna have enough time for your gripes,
2: Sam. I, 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 Come I on. Yeah, we're
0: running <laughs> well, up against it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, stop interrupting me and I'll get to it. <laughs> okay. Gosh dang it. So I get so I so, I thought I was. I said with no, you. no, I'm going to close out. They go. You, they kept pushing me to, to move away from the bar. Again, it was not crowded. People are not waiting to sit down. And I said no, I'm going to close out here. And and then they say we're in a pooled tip system, so it doesn't matter if you close out with your bartender oh,
1: or not. Oh, they tell you this while they're trying to get you seated yes. away from the bar. Yeah,
0: and I'm thinking, just shut up. Don't tell me how your back office works. I don't want to hear how your back office works. Let me. do I'm just trying to enjoy a little date night here out on the town. Let me have this. Okay. So I'm just just setting the scene for you. Not
1: now, off to a good start.
0: Now, I overall, here's the thing. Overall, the food food is good. Uh, it's there were there were some hits. There were some some misses. Uh, they have uh, they have their, their appetizers are mostly kind of. Basic, I, I know how to put this. So, they, they we we opted for there's there are two kind of crudo type dishes that I that well, let's more start crudo, with crudo, more crudo. I always like to try the crudo. So, they had a that's uh,
1: raw fish to those uh uninitiated out there.
0: They had thank you. They had a, a tuna, uh, a carpaccio, and then an abalone dish
1: abalone, and, you're just being shellfish.
0: No, and hold ugh. on, hold on. Now I said, now the, 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 the waitress came by and, I, and, and, um, and Sherry goes, well, you know, which one of these should we get? And I said, the abalone is going to be more interesting. I began to mansplain right then and there. And I said, the abalone. <laughs> like you've
1: never done that before.
0: Never. I say, the abalone is <laughs> going to be better. So, and then the waitress goes, well, actually, the tuna, the tuna is spectacular. It's the most popular thing. Okay, so we got, we compromised and got both. Um, the abalone with had a rhubarb uh, uh little sauce uh, with some some pieces of rhubarb in it. Rhubarb, uh, it was delicious. All
1: right, I can't stand the rhubarb.
0: the carpaccio. The tuna was was it the, chewy? Abalone to me is always really chewy. It was actually they, tender.
1: They can tenderize if they cook it right. In, right it was yeah. done
0: right. It was done right. Okay. I, I mean, it was done right. It was cut in these fine slices, and it was it was. It was presented nicely on the you know yeah. pearl okay. pearl abalone shell the whole whole night. I
1: don't know if, it, if it's completely raw to make
0: it tender. No, no, no. They cook it. They yeah, boil yeah, it. Yeah, they they, they, they steam, steam it or whatever. It, yeah. Yeah. I hate abalone. But yeah. here, here was the miss. Here was the miss. This one boggles the mind because the, the tuna carpaccio, <laughs> they had a sauce in it that was I, – I would describe the sauce as a gazpacho, meaning it had tomato in it. It had oil in it. And it was flavorless, but for – Sliced jalapeno. So your mouth was either absolutely not tasting anything because tuna, of course, on its own it's is not bright. a is not a flavorful fish.
1: It's all about texture with tuna.
0: Sure, but it needs sauces. It needs something that has that gives it some depth. Acid and, or acid. This was either my, my 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 mouth was not tasting anything, or it was on fire. Okay, uh, so there, so that was kind of a mess. And then then uh, I had but I had some I had some uh, good pastas which was the pastas were good i had the again i tried the beef cheek ravioli that was very good the gnocchi See, the theme. yeah and i had to you know i had to try <laughs> oh again well, no, i crudo, will say crudo. i beef will, cheek beef cheek but i yeah, will say there, he's got he's got a type
1: a, there's a pizza coming in here somewhere yeah know. he's
2: got a type i
0: don't know if they have pizza i'm not yeah sure they, they, they do. do
2: they sell pizza over at ate the cigar bar that's from Brezza.
0: Well, I should have gone over there to have some pizza. I didn't notice any pizza, plus I was trying to go for all the pastas. Had the gnocchi with the fennel sausage. That was good. There was a, a pesto. It's green. Um, it was it was decent. And then um, um, I had the veal beef and pork ragu bolognese. Tried the bolognese that they have, which is kind of their tourist Are pleasing. you going back? Good I question.
2: I mean, I... I, I don't... I,
0: I don't Oh.
2: No, you're going to go to Cipriani if you're looking for an Italian. No, meal, well, you-
0: let me let me tell you, Cipriani. I'm going to get to the third restaurant and then I will answer your question,
2: okay. Ash. So I'm,
1: I'm 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 sensing that that Brezza was a flat for you, okay? And
0: it was. Uh, by the way, to protein I ordered veal marsala. That was that was very good. Um, it was good. It was good. Um, it was a lot of on-strip production in the restaurant, a lot of, you know, foo-foo-foo-foo, and I think it fell flat a little bit in terms of kind of the overall experience. There were some good dishes. There were some misses. And what it does not do, it it does not compare to the third restaurant that I went to, which is uh, Vetri. And Vetri... Uh, that you, John, have been raving about now for for a while at, at the Palms. It's on the top of the Palms.
1: I was raving about it pre-COVID. you know yeah. for the first first year and a half. Well, it it's just,
0: and it's just barely reopened.
1: Yeah. So it, with the COVID knocked it out, I never thought it would come back, and here it came back. So good. For
0: Vetri, f- I cannot, I cannot overemphasize how good Vetri is. It. Did you is, get a crudo? I. Did get a crudo? Yes, and some beef cheek. I and am, and more beef. Cheek. I am st- stand by. Well, we're I, no, I. You, you know say. what? I didn't. They didn't have a crudo. You know what I got? I got. First off, they had a a a, a prosciutto with a with some black pepper honey on it. It was a yeah. savory prosciutto with a little cheese and black pepper honey. Oh my gosh! Yeah, spectacular. And then. I'm trying to remember if I did get the bluefin tuna crudo. I might have gotten the bluefin. did. I did, you did. and we you did. know what? Come on, Don't it was. <laughs> quit lying. Was they had a, but you see, they had a vinaigrette with it, yeah, and so it made sense. And a little arugula and, and, and vinaigrette, fabulous. And then and then uh, for another appetizer that that we had was sweet onion crepe with truffle and parmesan fondue. Yeah, and this was, it was. Imagine this; it was like having a solidified bite. Of a French onion soup.
1: Yeah. That, That's how yeah, I describe
0: that, it. Yeah. It was, I could have had a platter of those and walked yeah. away happy as could be. So well, that all was fabulous. And the the pastas, every one of the pastas, for example, there was a chestnut fettuccine wild boar ragu with cocoa. And, you yeah. know, it sounds kind of nutty, but it, it was, it had actually it that. was kind of chocolatey. It was the 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 balance of flavors on all of that was spectacular. It was absolutely uh, wonderful. Yeah, well, the
1: pastas are the thing. Well, I mean, the entire menu at Vetri is spectacular, but but the pastas, all of them, are something. They're eye popping. They're so good. And they make and it. They make it
0: themselves. Popping. There's a particular pasta they make there that that I love, and that's the Bergamasca pasta that comes from northern Italy, and it's. And they do it there where they put a little bit of bacon, a little bit of sage mm-hmm. in it. And a little and, brown butter is a little, little brown that. butter. Yeah. And it's like these little pockets. They're not, they're not like ravioli, they're a little firmer. And they're kind and, of and triangular. They're triangular or, or, or elongated at yeah. any rate. And it, <laughs> yes. it, um, it's absolutely He's, he's getting excited.
1: About this. Is it I mean, it
0: moving so I,
2: mean, I, I
1: think he's going to need some Kleenex in a minute. So,
0: so listen, <laughs> you guys can all shove it. It was a great meal. And and here's the thing, like where do if, – if Cipriani is that comfortable, reliable you know, place that you go over and over and over again and it feels warm and you're happy there, that, that's a very particular thing for me. That's where I go for kind of that, that type of meal. And if I had to pick for an event, you know, like I'm going once in a while to a restaurant that is spectacular Italian food that is on or about the strip – I would pick Vetri over Brezza, even though, you know, and I, I was looking at the prices, John, just to kind of remember, remind myself, the prices are, I would describe them as, as comparable. You know, when I look at the ap- cost of appetizers, the pastas, um, uh, quite honestly, the pricing is is, is, com- is comparable.
1: Right. Well, well, and, well, one thing you're not even mentioning about Vetri is the view. I mean, it is it is the most gorgeous. Well, it's I wasn't the
0: there with you, so I got seated in uh, the in the back of the back
1: somewhere. They didn't I'm talking about overlooking the Las Vegas Strip from sixty four floors above it. I mean, it is it is just uh, it, it is and it is eye popping, and it is romantic, and it might be the it might be the most uh, overall spectacular look uh, view of any restaurant that's uh, in Las Vegas, especially when you compare it to the with the food. Which, which is out of this world. I mean, I, I've said this for years. I was the first one. Alan Richman wrote about Mark Vetri at least a decade ago, and he said he might have the best palate of any Italian chef in America. And I think that the inventiveness of his food, which never goes too far, but it's very creative – but also Hughes very close to to wonderful classic Italian restaurants by just taking it up a notch or two on various dishes is something that is just uh, is is just remarkable and 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 uh, and, and and it wor- somehow it all comes together into these magnificent dishes that you just do not get in any other Italian restaurant certainly not in Las Vegas and there's no tourist pandering on this menu no none. It's- they it's, have roasted goat for gosh sakes on that yeah menu, they, right? the
0: all the stuff is um if if you're if you're kind of a little more basic this stuff some of it's pretty horrifying looking i mean uh, meaning yeah. you you read some of these ingredients and right. things it's but no I, veal
1: marsala and, and and classic bolognese
0: i had i will tell you the no heritage either. pork milanese with the tonnato sauce and celery salad oh my gosh it was unbelievable unbelievable i would go yeah. back I, now thinking about it and going through my my pictures here and, and the menu, I I I'm looking forward to going back. Yeah, well. So so Ash, what were you going to ask me?
2: No, I I don't. want to know when you're going to take it. her?
0: Um, well, I mean it's a business expense for you. Yeah, two. we Come should. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, it would.
2: I, but I'm taking John because I want the good view.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do that. Do that. Yeah, I well, can. I, I'll pick up the bill and you take John.
2: Yeah,
1: well, perfect. They, 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 win when, win. When. <laughs> Yeah, there are so many spectacular things about, about, I'm overusing the word spectacular. Think of a, think of a synonym for gosh, these guys. There are, uh, there's so much to love about, about Vetri that it's hard to say. And I, I was pleased they come back. I mean, for those of you who want a glimpse of Mark Vetri's food and a little more uh, pedestrian pricing, go to Osteria Fiorella which is out in the Red Rock uh, Hotel. Which Where
0: you need to go with John, otherwise this, the experience is mediocre. But if you go with John, <laughs> as we discussed two what, episodes ago, yeah. if you go with John Curtis, suddenly it is, a, it is a festival of flavor.
1: It's true that the waters part when I, when I, when I step up to the podium. Okay. But uh, yeah, Osteria Fiorella is, uh, is, is kind of Mark vetri light. I like to say, and a good place to go to, to sample his stuff uh, that's a little more simplified, but if you want the real deal uh, and it's a splurge, but the, the, at the top of the palms, it can't be beat. So I, I, I can't say no more about, about Vetri. I, I don't, I, I wonder about Brezza. I mean, I love Brezza. I love Nicole Brisson, the, the chef there. I think they're trying to do a something for everybody menu there, which is, I mean, Cipriani Hughes, very, very close to its Northern Venetian roots, you know, no garlic, you know, very, very uh, classic North, northern and northeastern uh, Italian food. It doesn't stray from that and does that simple Venetian food very well. Vetri is just the other end of the spectrum, which is very creative. Brezza, I think, occupies a middle ground, which tries to... It's got to uh, satisfy everybody from, like, you know, serious, you know, Italian gourmets to the guy off the street that just wants his uh, veal marsala. and And I think that's why... You don't get quite the, uh, the purity uh, of presentation and flavors that you get at the two at the other ends.
0: You know, I have an answer for Ash now. She, she was going to ask, she was starting to ask me, would I go back to Breza? And the answer is yes, but with John Curtis. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs>
1: well, I, look, I'll take I, you listening, all there, sure. L-
2: I, so still admittedly, I have not been to Breza. Either. Huh? I, yeah, I know. Oh my I, I know. God. You're a bad friend, John. What do Shame I pay on you. you!
1: For oh, that's fine. I know. I don't you
2: pay get you. what you pay for, John. <laughs> um, for me, that whole area of Resorts World, I kind of I loved it when it opened, and I think part of that was because of the way they were managing COVID protocols. They were somewhat relaxed, you know. If you weren't yes, wearing a mask, yes. they weren't hounding you. Where wind would and so they were much more because they had just opened. They were just like. Enjoy, have fun. And so I loved it for that sense. But now that Vegas is entirely open, they're starting to crack down and they've become more difficult with valet parking. They've become more,
1: they're charging uh, for parking now at Resorts World.
2: Yeah. And so now it's like, I really have to go there. And if I'm going in there into Resorts World to that restaurant row, I'm probably going to go to that Chinese place that John raves about.
1: Oh, Genting palace is, is incredible. It really is. I mean, it's it, it doesn't get any love from the Chinese uh, uh, aficionados in town, but Genting Palace is is just something you've got to see to believe. It. It's gorgeous and a very very upscale Chinese menu and a fabulous uh, uh, Peking duck and and all kinds of other things. And they do it and they're doing a dim sum uh, lunches now during the Chinese New Year. You can Ooh. go there for dim sum lunch.
2: Pro tip. And so yeah. I'd probably go there first. Or it's the same, I have the same opinion of Braza as I probably do of Carver Steak. There's nothing drawing me there, yeah. really. Okay. I get you. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, but I, I will but... go. I will weigh in and I will give my maybe one point... Seven, five cents on it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Vetri gets the big, big thumbs up, and there's no doubt about that. I mean, Vetri is a is a one-of-a-kind. Vetri's kind of a, a restaurant in the Italian sense that, like, Guy Savoie and Robichon are in the French thing. It's in rarefied air in more ways than one, and it's right in our backyard. And I don't think people, you know, foodies, you know, everybody wants to rave about, you know, where they got, you know, their, the, the latest, you know, Chinese dumplings and everything, but... It's very special that Vegas has restaurants and cooking of this caliber right in our backyard. I mean, you may not want to go there. It might not be your thing. Maybe may be too expensive for you. It may be too creative for you. But Vegas has it in places like Chicago and Miami and Los Angeles and Reno and Seattle and St. Louis do not have uh, yeah, restaurants
0: I, like this. When I describe cities in the world, Reno and
1: Los Angeles, definitely. Yeah. Oh, God, know. I hate Reno. Don't get me started on Reno. I have hated Reno for 40 years of living here. Jesus. And Reno, you don't think I hate about Reno. Let's talk about pet <laughs> Tell people. us. Is this <laughs> your pet peeve? It is my pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reno, Reno Nevada. <laughs> okay. there. I came to this town in the early, early 80s. And Vegas was always had an infer- inferiority complex uh, 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 when compared to Reno. And, and it was like Reno was the cool kids. And, and we were just the other side of the tracks. And I came here even in the early 80s going, but Vegas is a dynamic, ever-changing town with, with better hotels, better gambling, better restaurants. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, the, the, the entertainment here is greater. Why in the hell does Reno look down its nose at Vegas? Well, it still hasn't changed in like 40 years. The people in northern Nevada still look down their nose at Vegas, and they don't have any. Have you ever been to Reno? You ever been to that, that shitty little Virginia street with their shitty little hotel casinos and their, <laughs> their shitty, shitty little, little food, And their shitty little Basque restaurants that have like garlic on everything and their crappy gambling. And there's nothing to do after like seven o'clock at night there. And the only thing you have to do is to go skiing and go to Lake Tahoe, which, okay, that's great. But at five o'clock in the afternoon, that ends. There's nothing to do in this little <laughs> town. And, but they all think they're better than us. So fuck you, Reno. You're a <laughs> shitty little backwater western town that nobody wants to live in except a bunch of people who are permanently stuck in 1958.
2: Think, End of. Round. I think I, I'm going to make a ringtone. Do you know what
0: my favorite thing about all this is? Well, that there is a mutual friend we have that just moved up to Reno.
1: I know, I know, Big Bruce. Yeah, yeah, we love Bruce. He Bruce bought into it though, and I, I give him shit about it. My buddy Bruce. Great lawyer, sort of a Reno, Las Vegas lawyer. He bought into this back in the 80s. that Reno was cooler and nicer and more established and more traditional and so much better than Vegas. It's not. There's nothing to do in <laughs> Reno, Nevada, except get divorced or or gamble in shitty little casinos in that filthy little street they call the main street there. Bruce goes, Oh yeah, we have better food now. We have gastro pubs. Oh yeah, right. Like two places, you know. Were gastro they...
2: pubs a thing like in twenty fifteen? Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Screw Reno, Nevada. You know, with a with a wire whisk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so would never said, what, have to Reno's- go there.
2: I can't. Reno's what? The biggest little city in the world. So you're calling it like the biggest shitty little city. The 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 shittiest
1: little city in the world. Let me, let me tell you, I mean, the one (laughs) I should back off now, but I mean, I don't, I come by this honestly, back in the day when I was very active, private practitioner, well, I used to go to Reno a lot to go to court, go to the Supreme court. You want to know it sounds even shittier than Reno Carson fucking city. I mean, God damn. (laughs) Yeah, hey, talk about a one-horse town that has the where our legislature, our Supreme Court is. I used to have to go there for work. Oh, just kill me. Put a shotgun in my mouth right now. Oh, I'm in Reno. I'm in Licto. I'm in Gardnerville. Yeah, right. Okay. Give 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 me give me Summerlin or Seven Hills any day over fucking Reno. You okay. you take
0: Henderson over Reno.
1: I would take Henderson. I would live Henderson at least is as much as I criticize, it, at least there's a lot going on there. You can have fun in Henderson. You could. Come on, okay. Let's change the subject before I start. What's uh, what are your
0: what are your pet peeves, Ash? Okay, well, then we've got a wrap. Pet this peeve up. of the week. We need to wrap I,
2: up. I don't. Here. Ha- I don't have one. What that do you mean? I know? Of.
0: Can I? Can I give you mine? It actually comes from yeah. from Vetri. I uh, my favorite sport because I'm not athletic is people watching. Was that body or not athletic? <laughs> Don't be deceived by these beads you brought me back from, okay. from Bourbon right, Street. Right. Um, okay. So I'm sitting at Vetri, and there's an insufferable um, older couple, middle-aged older couple, about 10 years older than, than me, and they are talking with the waiter about how they moved to Vegas from California for the "Quote unquote the food." Right. We moved here. Oh, we moved here for the food. They ordered two things uh-huh. on the menu, and like uh-huh. basic fuck fucking things, like two of the most basic We're crudos? things. Yeah, yeah. We're crudos. <laughs> <laughs> More crudo or Cruda and and I'm the gonna, beef cheeks. Hold on, how
1: do I? <laughs> I'm gonna get
2: muted. Yeah, how do I? She's muting you right how now. Like
1: cut to
0: cut to cut to cut to. Cut, 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 cut. Okay. okay. All right. So no, Ash, not the crudos. Uh, they, they, that would have been interesting. It was just the, the, the two things. That's all they ordered. So people who think that they are food aficionados oh, and they God, yeah, think yeah. they are, and they and that's they talk about it and they talk about it and they need to make it everybody's business at the restaurant because you know, those tables are kind of close to each other. So we're you know and yeah. they and they're just telling the waiter and the waiter's being super polite and nodding yes and no and. And meanwhile, the, the, the two of us have ordered yeah, everything on the menu. Everything <laughs> on the menu, and, and of course, you know, we got kids at home that are happy to get the leftovers. There, they were delighted when we came home with those, uh, those those pastas. And you know, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, but you were, I want to I want to try it all. I'm gonna be there. I don't know when yeah. I'm gonna get back next. So these people were just well, but weird. maybe
2: they go out all the time.
0: Yeah, so maybe they're... no, they were not there. They it did not seem like they were regulars no. of Vetri. They were there talking about. No, how... I'm not saying. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, you know but the no, grievances. I mean... They ordered two things. Well, yeah, and, then... and
0: they were, and it was an unimaginative order.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, I'm with Sam. I, I will leap to the same conclusion that Sam will here. Okay. I, I will. I mean. Oh, I'm, and they didn't talk uh, to uh, each
0: other uh, once. They yeah. just sat there glaring at each other. Yeah. Was, well,
1: you it, sat it, glaring at them. Yeah. So
0: well. It, well, no, I wasn't glaring. I was talking about them. We were actively engaged in a, a hoarse whisper about this table. But okay.
1: but Sam is Sam is so right about this. I mean, I remember when the term foodie start getting started to get purchased back in the. Or about let's say fifteen years ago or so, yeah. When it, it and suddenly people are going and I, Sam is so right. Oh, we're foodies. I'd like the salad, but is there any is there any cream in that salad dressing? Because I can't eat cream. Oh, I'm a foodie, but you know uh, I like my steak well done with ketchup. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm a foodie. Well, I don't like raw fish, but I'm a foodie. You know what I mean? That that's. It, it sort of gained this this uh, idea of of, of uh, that people bought into, and I it's like people like the idea that they're food lovers, but at their core, they're just unimaginative, uh, uh, stuck in the rut. People who want to sound a lot cooler than they really are, and they're the people that will go to. A, first of all, I don't know how you could go to a restaurant like Vetri and just order two things. First of all, I mean the menu's not that big, but it there has great food just screaming off this menu the bread service alone they bake all their bread in-house i mean it's it's just it's just crazy good so to to sort of proclaim that and then immediately back off and say well my wife you know my wife just likes we don't we don't want we don't like that is the the chicken cooked all the way through because i don't like chicken skin she
0: had a (laughs) she had a gluten Allergy. Yeah,
1: th- thank you. you, just, and, you,
0: just, and, you just, and by the way, now I remember this. She had a gluten or a some other like kind of, kind of like one of those kind not a yeah. not a dairy, but a glu- basically the woman couldn't have any pasta. And so it's like going to a sushi restaurant being allergic to fish.
1: Right. Yeah. And, what, what, I, what, I, I, we come here for the food, but I can't have any. Do you have any gluten free pasta? Let's just stay home. You Dummy. I mean, you, you, first of all, I don't believe in gluten-free gluten free anything. It be a gluten free. That's a big fake. It's just people are fat, <laughs> you know. Fat people. I can't have gluten. No, you can't. You can't have all the goddamn food you've been eating too much of for the last ten years. John, are you okay? God, <laughs> I p- I picked the wrong day to stop doing cocaine. <laughs> I was going to give you an edible or something uh, okay, to bring yeah. you down. I, was like, I don't know. think you need
2: any uppers. I, w-
1: I was kind of had a. I was kind of feeling lower in my in my. Uh, energy level when i started now you got me all upset with with fake fucking foodie. reno fucking rooney and fake foodies god <laughs> all right but i'm with you sam i'm with A- you 100%. And
0: ash ash's pet peeve are people that order crudos
1: yeah and beef cheeks everywhere everywhere okay. no
2: i thought of my pet peeve i remembered it all right now I was, we got
1: to wrap up here we're getting we're pushing on time here so
2: well, no. Then I'll I'll hold my pet peeve. Until no, next I want to hear
1: it. We all want to hear Ashley. Speak. You mm-hmm. have Sam and I have dominated this this hour. We want you. want to hear something from the beautiful Ashley Watkins. Please. <laughs> That's why everyone
2: tunes in, guys. So they yeah. can, not uh, to look at us. <laughs> um, I went to order a uh, a charcuterie board as a starter at a restaurant. I was like, no one was ready for their full meal orders, and so we were like, oh, we'll <sighs> put in the charcuterie board, and the waitress is like. Mm. We want all of the orders at once. Huh? And I was like, what? What I was like, I can't like piece this out. I can't change my, if so, if I ordered something and then I later decided to add something, you'd tell me no?
1: Are you going to tell us what restaurant, throw them under the bus? Esther's Kitchen. Oh. Really?
2: Yeah. It was Esther's.
1: What the F? Oh. Oh, come on, guys. This, This is what's happening in Las Vegas. This is what happens when you have too much business. You see it in the casinos and the hotel restaurants, and now you're seeing it at local restaurants. When, when the demand is outstripping the supply, they can start getting super, super pushy and, and demanding. And, 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 make, and it's like, well, we, we're gonna, you're going to do things our way now because you know what? We don't really need your business because there's 10 people lined up behind you if you don't like what we hear.
2: And, and you know what I thought I, I, in I, I that would moment? I would have thought
1: better than, of Esters than that. I would have.
2: So I, I generally, I love Esther's. This is probably the one in I don't know how many thousands of visits we've had there. And I just kind of turned my head and cocked my head and looked at her like, really? And I just didn't push back. I just didn't order a charcuterie. I said, come back in five minutes. We'll have our orders. So it was just weird. It was one of those things where I kind of just, you know, I don't like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is not asking for something unreasonable. Sometimes you order a bunch of apps and go, okay, that's it. We just want one app and one main thing. That's
0: well, you would have the the, the point is you would have spent more. Ironically, you yeah, I would have ordered I, that and then ordered main and maybe some some other some yeah. some other addition. And instead, they they lost that that additional sale on the check.
1: That's I, what, they're more concerned with turning the table and and what the how the kitchen is operating then then you're the client the the customers uh wants and needs and it
2: reaffirmed my life motto anymore what i should have had john curtis at this table with me and this wouldn't have happened
1: And with that, let's conclude another episode.
0: <laughs> now, we're um, selling inf- uh, on, on the e- eTalkRepeat website. We are selling inflatable John Curtis dolls that you can bring with you. Uh, <laughs> oh, dining uh, table for three.
1: Or just, just maybe one of those little cutouts, you know, that you hold yep. up like a big fan with my face on it. Yeah. Walk yep. in with that. Yeah,
0: that's, uh, yeah. We, uh, this is an idea we, a marketing f- idea. we three will be
1: eating for two. I'm, I'm thinking of making one of those up now. Just big things like yeah. so people's yeah. gonna walk in and just yeah. walk in and say, this, uh, "Look who I am!" Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Well, <laughs> it's been a, it's been another it's, it's been, been another show. It's been another hour of <laughs> eat eating, talking, and repeating it. <laughs> yeah, like,
2: subscribe, follow, okay. leave reviews.
1: Good night, Reno. <laughs> we don't love, love you, Reno.